I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swarm Podcast. Joining me today is a very special guest. Today we have Swim Swam's senior international reporter. This person knows everything about stars and rising stars in the international space of swimming news. Of course, we're talking about Loretta Race, a.k.a. Retta Race. If you're on Twitter, follow her at Retta Race, R-E-T-T-A-R-A-C-E. You got to get that follow going on. It's a great account. I'm following. You should be doing it too. She is a swim analyst and a businesswoman, according to her swim swim bio. That's <laughs> so long. It's actually three words. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So I wanted to have you on because I, I, I mean, I followed you for so many years and you have this incredible IQ and it comes to the international swimming news scene. And I know that you're on stories well in advance and I was curious and I did want you to go on the record and let me know what, what, you know, what drew you to this, this, this niche of swimming news. Right. Um, I don't really know. I, I think, um, Swimming ability wise, I'm a master swimmer, but like the ability quite isn't there. So my passion for swimming as a sport just kind of pairs with my uh, passion for data. And it kind of spun into this whole, you know, reporting thing. And I don't know, I just kind of grabbed onto the international scene and ran with it. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being on. We've, um, we, we need to dig into the international scene, of course, because we're, we're on, we're, we're on. The Olympic Games are days away. Right. Uh, there are a lot of surprises on the international scene, a lot of surprises in international rosters in terms of members and, and the events. What, you know, let's talk about Japan. Biggest surprises there. What do you yeah. think? So, so I, among the entire swimming community, was very surprised when Ipe Watanabe did not make um, the Japanese roster in the 200 breast. So I believe right now he's ranked fifth in the world, former world record holder, kind of had it in the bag at least to finish second behind Shomasato, the 19-year-old who had ended up topping um, the trials there in Japan. So the fact that he was outperformed on the day of, uh, and he actually put up a really pedestrian time, I think it was like 2.085 or, you know, by his standards, pretty pedestrian. Um, so he just didn't have it that day. And that just kind of goes to show what can happen at a trials or even at an Olympics that the shoe-ins aren't shoe-ins. And, you know, unfortunately for him, he didn't have it in the hunter breast either. So he's left home. Um, and it was really heartbreaking to watch him as a torch bearer on the torch relay um, because here he is carrying the torch and it was heartbreaking. And he himself said swimming is a cruel sport. And, and he felt that more than anybody. It is cruel sport, but that's the drama. And that's why people tune in. And, you know, we felt that on, on the U S side with uh, a lot of swimmers, um, namely Nathan Adrian, right. who, who, which is interestingly is, is the Ralph Lauren face. Yes. And uh, a lot of these stars will, will sign their agreements based on the world championships before the Olympics campaigns will be set and then they don't make the team. And then we see them in the advertisements and the commercials. <laughs> uh, so it's, it, yeah, it's interesting, dramatic and always fun. The, uh, other surprises on the team. We, we, there, there, there is a, there's a, there's a one that pulls the heartstrings. That, that, yes. and it's a story you've been on forever. 
Yeah. So, so Rikaku Ikie, um, so she was 2018 Asian Games MVP, um, the first female to gain that recognition. I think she took home like six gold, something astronomical. She was on fire that year. Then all of a sudden, February 2019 comes down with leukemia, which was a shocker to everybody. She spent the entire year in the hospital, was released in December 2019, just literally started training a little bit, inching into it, um, you know, early to, uh, 2020. Her first race back was August of last year. So no expectations, just kind of getting back into the groove, so to speak. And then here she is on the Olympic team in the relays for the 100 fly um, on the uh, medley relay and then in the free relay. She actually topped the trials in both the free and the fly sprint events. So that was really unexpected from her own word. She she was just kind of going out there, just, you know, she was able to, why not? And then there were some people who were like, why doesn't she just, you know, race these individual events at the Olympics? And her doctors, you know, and, and the team are like, hey, you know, she's on the team. Let's just have her do the relays. She's not going to do anything individual. So that's confirmed. Um, but just the fact that her name's on the roster after such a tumultuous year, in addition to COVID, I mean, that's that's amazing. Totally amazing. It always makes me wonder uh, about elites if, and, and also about our about swimming as a sport being so hard. It makes me wonder if uh, sometimes even if you have this catastrophic illness, it does force you to take a rest, forces yeah. you to take a break, forces your body to rest. And I think sometimes people have hidden injuries. And, uh, but also, yeah. it, it, I, I think that everybody, because of the, this base of work that they do for years and years and years as age group swimmers, it pays off. Yeah. Comes back I, I totally agree. Off. Yeah. I mean, I think she was in the best physical position she was to, to have a bout with any illness. But I mean, my God, if you saw her though, even racing, you know, when she went back last year, I mean, she, she was so thin. She still is. She's always been slim, but I mean, the muscle masters isn't there. So the fact that she is still putting up world-class times, yeah, they're slower than, you know, her own basis. And, and she didn't make the swimming, um, you know, the Japanese swimming federation times for the uh, individual events. But I mean, nonetheless, she's still, she's shaking it. I mean, she's out there and that's, that's just nuts. In terms of who's going to carry the torch for Japan, there's so much pressure on these athletes. It's a culture of, of respect and honor and and responsibility, and it's it's not about you; it's about everybody else. Um, Which that, is kind of ironic, actually, because their main star was Diacido. Okay, the IM double world champion, yes, from 2019, and so he was the golden boy. If the Olympics, you know, had been as they were scheduled, he would have been golden. Okay. But the fact that he, okay, sidestepped, he had an extramarital affair, okay, which has in the real world has nothing to do with swimming, okay, but it culturally was a huge deal. I mean, he lost sponsorships, his face was removed from Olympic imagery, so all of a sudden he had this huge black cloud, you know, over his head. So that did affect his swimming. He changed coaches. He's now with a childhood friend, believe it or not, an ex-teammate, Um so he definitely has, you know, different things going on than he would have had the Olympics not been postponed. But I do think he's on the right track now. He has put his full heart, mind, and body back into swimming. And, you know, he's put up some very fast times, number one in the world. I mean, he's still 409. He's capable of 406 in the 4 a.m. But nevertheless, he's still ranked number one. I think he's going to rival at least for the silver, if not the bronze, um, in the two fly, but at any rate, so he's, he's still going to be the face of the games. 
Kasike, uh, you know, his partner in crime is going to swim the 200 IM with him. I think they're actually going to pace each other that event as they did in the trials. So I think that they're going to be a possible formidable one-two punch um, in the 2 IM. So I think that's something to look out for. Um, but then also Shoma Sato, who we mentioned in the two under breast, uh, 19 years old, was like an inch away of making the world junior record because he was just too old. But bottom line, he's like 206. He's been 206 three times this year, this year. So he's definitely, in my opinion, I think I had him actually in my preview as winning the gold. So I think that he is absolutely capable of doing that. And I think he probably will do that. So he's, he's absolutely one to watch for that event. And then Yui Yohashi on the women's side, killer in the IMs. I think she's going to put up a fight to Hosu in the, in the 400 IM. 200 IM isn't quite her thing. I mean, she's still going to be top five, in my opinion. But I think the 400 IM, she's definitely going to carry the torch for the Japanese. It seems like for home countries, uh, there's always a surprise. And home country stars are always breakthrough. Or they have the meat of their life. If you look back in terms of history, on balance, it always happens for the home country. Uh, yeah, it, but I don't know. You know, if you wonder, though, with it being crowdless, is that going to be the case? Is that is that going to give them not, you know what I mean? Is the advantage not going to be quite as apparent this time around because they're not going to have these, like, roaring crowds? And, I mean, I've actually seen on social media, there's people in Japan that are like, I live down the street and I cannot go to the games. You know what I mean? It's like... In terms of, yeah, exactly. It's just hardships all around trying to actually physically get there, even if you live within the country. And so I, I don't know. I, I wonder if this is the one year that there's not going to be this enormous, you know, home country advantage. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that advantage is is that you just clip the wings on it. If, if you're not there in front of thousands of fran fans, home, your hometown fans, I think right. that it matters. You know, at U.S. trials, it was a little bit of a sleepy U.S. Olympic trials. And, uh, it, 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 you know, it felt like it should have been faster. It felt like there should have been some higher energy. And, mm -hmm. uh, but it's just not quite there. We're limping, we're limping out of this past year. Uh, so well, the only thing, the only thing I will say is that a lot of, and I don't honestly know if this has been the case all over the world, but it, I mean, I know most of Japan's meets have been closed. So from like last year till now, it's not like this is the first time ever they're going to race without fans. Obviously, it's not on the Olympic level, but at least they've had some kind of practice, so to speak, in racing with absolute silence in the audience. So, you know, maybe that'll kind of counterbalance, you know, some some of the fanless, you know, atmosphere, but it's still going to be present, definitely. Bring me back to Seto, Dias Seto. Let's, I, I, want, I want to know what you think. 400 IM, is it his? Does he own it? It, 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 feel, it feels like that's his race. Yeah, totally. He, I feel like he's one of those swimmers I can just swim with his eyes closed, muscle memory, he's going to go after it. And like I said, he far and away has put up the most recent fast time. So his, his best time is 406, which I want to say is like from February 2020 or something. Where Kalich, okay, has been, what, he's been 406, 407, I think. But I think we're talking like 2019. 17. So, mm -hmm. 17. Oh, okay. It's worse than I thought. <laughs> Not to say you can't do it. Chase came clean and, and we knew this on it to a degree. Some, some people knew and they kept it super quiet. He didn't want to talk about it, which is something you do respect with athletes is he had shoulder problems. He had a shoulder problem okay. and, and he, 
he never wanted to come clean about it because he felt like, you know, as soon as someone starts to flat, you know, they, if they start to plateau and they start making excuses, it just feels like it's uh, an excuse. And he hates that. He's, he's a guy who's like, I'm going to show up at the Olympic games and perform. Michael Phelps was his mentor, like his big brother. So mm-hmm. that's how you do it. So if anything, the pandemic helped him in terms of recovery with his shoulder. And, right. uh, so I'm wondering if there's going to be a challenge at all. I'm wondering if he's going to have a, with more rest, he's going to have a faster 400 IM. But it yeah, feels- yeah, I think the challenge, yeah, I'm not saying that he's going to totally, I'm not saying he's going to totally run away with it in terms of like, he's going to beat him by five seconds. I just think it's his race to lose. Um, and I also think that um, he's at altitude right now. I actually chatted with him this morning, believe it or not, Daya. And he said he's feeling good. He's still at altitude. He's going to be at altitude through tomorrow. So, I mean, that's saying something. Yeah, exactly. And he did take a break. Um, he came down from the mountain and swam a 200 IM. I think it was 158 or 157 high. So that's in training at altitude. So that gives you a taste of kind of the, his physical condition. Um, but yeah, you say he's feeling good. And I don't know. I have no reason not to think he's, he's going to be the winner. I think everyone here that's listening knows. Some people might not know. We might have some parents or kids that don't know. Coaches absolutely know when you train at altitude, you're building red blood cells. Red blood cells deliver the oxygen, but that becomes a waning asset as soon as you come down to sea level. So the fact that he is at altitude and he's there now, I, I it's like, you know, typically Team USA trains at altitude twice a year, mm-hmm. and then they come down and they usually come down and they're hitting that last pro swim meet, and then there's weeks and weeks and weeks before the you know the trials meet. So yeah. Kudos to him for yeah. for for leaning into the science and, and yeah, well that and it's also you know physically possible. I mean they they just Jap- Japan just opened its first altitude center. I think it was last year. So the fact that it's a home based games you know lends that advantage to him. Whereas yeah, another swimmer might not be able to have that that particular you know setup. So not only is he taking advantage of it, he has the means to do so. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm building to my big question, but 200 fly Christoph Milakis, it, it feels like he's got a lock on the gold and it feels like, it feels like uh, Seto has got the silver. Um, can, can he, can he challenge him at all? You know, it's like, I feel like that, but, but Seto got second at his own trials behind tomorrow Honda, um, Honda. So, and I think there were like five or six guys that were 155, 156. So it's not like, I mean, it was almost like, would he make the team? And he did, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that's definitely his tertiary event. His IMs are, are his bread and butter. So yes, obviously he's in it to win it, to, to get on the podium. However, I, I don't know if he's going to be the Japanese man that's going to be on the podium. I, I would not be shocked if neither he or Honda get on there or if it's Honda over Cito. So that's, that's my take on it. They're going to have a last 50. We can predict it here. They're coming down from altitude. They'll have that last 50 on lock. 200. <laughs> so here you go. 200 IM. I called um, in a separate report. I called. I'm like, in my opinion, Michael Andrew is going to win. I saw that. I just, I, here's, I didn't check with you first. I didn't check with you first. <laughs> so I, I called him winning at 55 low, but I said in the semi, he would dip under and go 54 plus. But in the final, he's going to be 55 low for the gold. 
Okay. Um, how do you feel about that? What are, what are your opinions? Yeah, he absolutely blew me away at trials, um, Michael Andrews. So he's he's raring to go. He's physically fit. He's, oh my gosh, totally capable of what you said. However, it is the Olympics and things just are different at the Olympics. And so that's kind of where I lean on experience just a little bit more. I mean, you know, Cito is the bronze medalist, you know, uh, in, in the 400 IM. So he's been on the podium. The 200 IM is, if he's training for the 400, he's kind of got the 200. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning that way, but I do think MA is going to get, I think he's going to get on the podium. I don't think the 155 is going to happen. I really think it, the whole final is going to be in like the 156 range. Interesting. Ooh, yeah. Red Race calls it. She's saying it's going to be a slope <laughs> final. 156 is across the board. Here's the thing. I think that's possible. Yeah. And if that's possible, I, I just, then it's I anyone's think- race. Yeah, I, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I, I, I think it's going to be the field's just going to kind of go with the field, and that's what's going to lay out. I think that's what that's 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 what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, let's 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 we we we, we unpack Japan enough. Let's move on. It, other surprises on international rosters. Um, I, you shared with me in, ahead of this interview that you had some interesting thoughts on that. Yeah. So. Sandro Condorelli, okay, I kind of wrote him off, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, he so was Canada 2016, actually finaled in the 100 free in 2016. Here he is, he's Italian, and at the 11th hour, he made the roster. And we're, literally, we're talking about it. it was like the 26th or 27th of June. He competed at Seti Kali uh, Trophy, and I think he's like the third fastest Italian, so he's made the relay, the 400 free relay. So that's, I mean, that's kind of crazy that he's actually representing the second nation at an Olympics and he's, he's going for it. I, so he was kind of a surprise to me. Like I said, I had kind of written him off because he'd been a little quiet. He hadn't made the roster yet. And that was the last ditch and he made the most of it. So that's another one. Um, Mac Horton on Australia. I mean, he's on the roster. Okay. But the fact that he was kind of a non-factor on individual events, you know, kind of, I mean, as defending Olympic champion in the 200 free, that's kind of a letdown, you know? I mean, for Matt Horton fans out there. So, yeah, he'll be there. Yeah, he'll be on a relay. But it was surprising that he didn't perform as well as he is capable of, um, you know, to, to grab an individual spot. And, and uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to move on to Laszlo Che. Oh, my gosh. Okay. For, I'm, I'm old. I'm old, so I'm, I'm an old school yeah. fan. Oh, my gosh, totally. And his fifth Olympics. Okay, that's one Olympics is phenomenal. Okay, five, that's just ludicrous. So, yes, he's on the roster, and it's kind of by nature of there was nobody else faster in the 200 IM. And there was one, okay, Hubert Cross, the, the whiz kid. Okay, so he's on, he's on the roster. But then, um, you know, he gets a second spot in the 200 IM based on his 2019 World Championship, uh, World Championships time, which I think is like 157. Okay, so again, we're talking like two years ago which is kind of like dog years if you're like 35 years old. You know what I'm saying? So really his most recent time is like a two minutes from I think the Budapest Open. So great is on the roster. I don't think he's going to be a factor. Not going to be a factor. Even muscle memory will not help him. You're <laughs> calling it right here. Trump's it, unfortunately, in his case. You just threw Che under the bus. Fifth, fifth Olympics, you threw him under the bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. One day you'll one day you'll share a cocktail and you'll be like, "Sorry, I threw you in the bus." <laughs> you, you have to. You have to. Uh, let's let's move to Kyle Chalmers. 
You yes. have been following Chalmers so closely. Um, did you talk to him today? I, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I did not talk to Chalmers. Okay. Time zone's a little bit different, but um, yeah. So I was disappointed that he dropped the 200 free. And because for me now he's, he's a one, he's, he's a one event dude. Okay. Relays obviously is going to be four by one, four by two medley relay. We get it. But individual, the, his 100 free. I mean, it's like, can you add the 200 free? I, I think you can. You know, Dressel's doing three events. Um, McKeon, McCowan. I mean, every, basically any other Australian is doing more than one event. So for him to just kind of close the door on the 200, yeah, the schedule is dicey. But, I mean, you're looking at Dressel's 50 free, 100 fly. I mean, I, those, I think he has like 45 minutes between, I forget which one is the semifinal and the final. You know what I mean? So it's it's doable. He's done it before at other meets. Why he's not doing it now is kind of disappointing. I think you should tell him. I think you should blow his text up, uh -oh. blow his phone up right now and be like, come on, man. Are you, unless you already have. No, uh, no, no. He actually, no. <laughs> I'm just send the, the crying emoji, the crying emoji, 203 yeah, exactly. crying emoji. The, exactly. so but, but, you know, it, it, it begs the question, you know, so I have him pegging, uh, and okay, I'm probably in the minority, but I have him pegged to win over Dressel in the 100 free. And part of it is because of this, you know, energy converse, uh, conservation type thing. So if that's the case, if he does beat Dressel, does that kind of diminish, you know, his victory in a way? Because it's like, okay, Dressel is going to be coming off of all these other events. I'm just saying the question could be asked, you know, so it's, it's possible um, that somebody could question, okay, well, Dressel at this and this and this many and under free, you know what I mean? Whereas Chalmers is, you know, has, I think they're 400 free relay and, I forget if the medley's ahead of that. No, that's at the end. But he might have something else. And then he has, you know, the 100 free. So somebody could potentially say he beat Dressel, but. I think you're getting deep in the weeds on that one because I think at the Olympic Games, if you win and you win gold, which, of course, he did, you do. he does it this time around. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that people actually – excuse me. A number of people do. A number of people do have this debate – but I, I think at the Olympics, in, in terms of history, it's like if you notch gold, you notch gold. So I have an opinion on the 200 free. 200 free is for, for someone like him, uh, 200, free, 200 free is taxing. 200 free, uh, I swam in in college. I, sw I, I swam, I was third at trials at the Olympics, you know, tried to make it individually, it got close. But it, it, when you're swimming a 200 meter free, it kills you. It's just, it's so harsh <laughs> on your legs. Um, I, I think he made the right choice. I would like him to take a risk. I'd like him to get in there and, and, and swim the 200 meter free, but I think that, yeah, I think you are correct in that he is hyper-focused on, on, on beating Dressel in the hundred meter freestyle. I would not pick dress. I would not pick Kyle to win. I think Dressel is going to jump out. It's going to be out in the lead. It's going to, he's going to throw down the nitro. It's going to be too much. And I think that, uh, Chalmers is going to be dragging Popovici to a bronze while he takes the silver. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm glad you mentioned Popovici because I definitely think he's underestimated um, in the 100. I mean, obviously number one time in the world and some people think it was a fluke type of thing is not a fluke. Okay. But while we're on the 200 free though, I think he's a sleeper pick on that one. I mean, because he's 145 low, he dropped at least a second, you know, the, just in a few months. Okay. He's on fire, obviously in the 100, 
he is the length, his wingspan. I mean, he has these the body, okay, for the 200 100 double. So I'm really thinking, okay, it's possible. And I think a lot of people are focused on Papo in the 100. I'm kind of leaning more towards him doing a little more damage in the 200. But going back to Chalmers, you know, I was, you're probably, I know you're right. You're Mel, you're right. Okay. But the 400, you know, the, so Elijah Winnington is, was the, the runner up at the trials in the 200. And then Tommy Neal, 19 year old Rackley team, 145.70. He was, so basically what I'm saying is Chalmers was 145.4. Winnington was 145.5. Neal was 145.7. So it's not like they're substituting Tommy Neal, who's like two seconds slower than what Chalmers time was, you know what I mean? In the individual event. So I'm thinking that I'm bending to your, to your decision that it was good that he dropped the 200. So that was a good debate. <laughs> but, but, it, but, but it, 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 it still hurts you. You still want to see him swim it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But okay. Time back into Asia. Okay. I think it's, I want to say it's Wang Sun Woo, okay, from Korea. He's another 144 kid, okay? I think he's 19. And I think also because he's not at, from Australia or the U.S. or Russia, he's not under the spotlight, really. And I think that he's he's also a, a, someone who could just fly by night, get in there and steal somebody's thunder and get on the podium. And I think that would be totally amazing because Park Taiwan was the only, you know, huge star from that country semi-retired hasn't officially retired retired kind of guy obviously not at the olympics so for somebody to step up and actually kind of get into the medal contention is huge for that country huge so i think that's another you know another one to watch in the 200 as well while we're on the 200 free topic let's talk four by two let's talk team usa does team usa make the podium in the four by two Okay, Mel, seriously, you're asking an international journalist. I, like, America is like my weakest country. Like, I literally was watching the trials, and I had to study up on some of, honestly, who some of these people were. Because for me, I am focused on, you know, Asia, and I'm focused on Europe. And so for me, it wasn't, I didn't have as much of a background going into trials and thinking, okay, who's going to get, I thought Carson Foster was going to get on the, the four by two, quite honestly. So when he didn't get on, I'd say, because that's one person gone that I that I knew because he's from Cincinnati. Um, I think it's totally possible. Um, I I'm liking GBR. Um, I they're really really strong in four by two, and now they had two one forty fours at their trials. Okay, in in Tom Dean and Duncan Scott. Duncan is he's never not performed. Okay. So you can always rely on him essentially. Okay. James guy has been there. He's, he's a dependable guy. Okay. Um, so I, I think that they have the experience and I, I'm liking GVR for that. Russia obviously is extremely dangerous. Um, so USA bronze. I'm calling it bronze. I, th- I, th- I think making the podium is, is a, is a win. That's yeah, really I upset. think so. That upsets people, but I think them making the podium is is a success at this point, which is extraordinary. I can't believe we're in this conversation. But uh, does uh, do you, do you think Dressel's on the relay at night in the four by two? That is a good question. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was what one forty six, but we didn't have anyone. We had no one forty fours, so I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. Sorry. 
that calculation is going to be made based on his performance while he's over there. You know, we're, we're going to yeah. know after we're going to know after we're going to know at a certain point if who's on with their second taper and who's not. I think yes. that we all we also know this with, with domestically in, in, the, in the United States. We know that uh, Ledecky didn't rest at trials. We know that Murphy can can rest up to six weeks and Dressel can rest up to six weeks. And they rested, both of them rested three weeks for trials, okay. which is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do a half rest and go to U.S. trials. That's crazy. <laughs> they've got more in the tank. And um, so I'm calling it. I think he's on the four by two. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. So before we move on, so Chalmers is going to flip what at the 50 and the 100 meters because you're calling him to win. Where does he flip? And, and is he gonna is he gonna gain all that in the last fifteen meters and out touch Dressel? What what you have a prediction on times? Okay, yeah, I he's absolutely gonna back half it as he always does. I think that he's gonna swim his own race as he always does. It's just I honestly think like World Championships he turned it on just a little bit too late. So I think he's learned from that, and I think that he's probably watched that over and over again, and has changed his tactics a little bit. So. Numbers wise, who knows? I just know he, if he's behind Dressel, obviously I'm not going to be worried, but he needs to turn it on, you know, earlier than the 15 meter mark for crying out loud. <laughs> and, and, and just so we come back to this, does Popovici make the podium in the hundred? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say bronze. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Me, Retta, I'm saying Chalmers, Dressel. Papadici. There you have it. <laughs> Do you have times? Do you have times? Oh, that's another hard one. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. They're going to be ballpark. I'm going to say 46 high. Chalmers, 46 high. He's going to break the Australian record. I think it's 47.04. Um, Dressel is going to be 47.0. And then Papadici is going to be more like 47.3, 47.2. Yeah. Okay. That was a little bit safe. I thought, I thought you were going to drop some heat, but maybe, maybe cooler heads are prevailing and you're, you're calling it. But if you look at Olympics, that, that is dropping the heat at the Olympics. I mean, it is. It's it's no one. You know what I mean? It's like forty. What was what was Chalmers in in two thousand sixteen? Was forty seven mid, right? I mean, it, it wasn't anything crazy, you know. So no fans, no fans. It's the Olympic final. I always I call every Olympic final way fast, and and everybody I drag everybody along in the comments section of Swim Swam, and we all start predicting crazy stuff. And the truth is, yeah, it comes down to it. comes down to being a race. Time doesn't matter. It comes down to being a race. All right. Yes. Yes. So, do, do, talk to me about the about the Australians, and because uh, it it feels like, you know, this this nation that is you know smaller than Orange County, California, always performs, <laughs> always pulling the tar- stars out. They did in terms of the population, they are they're smaller than Orange County, California. Uh, Unpack Australia for me, because they're on the women's side. They're they're kicking butt. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So they had at least four fifty twos in the hundred free, which is just mind blowing. Yes, they always perform better on their own soil. I totally get that, and everyone gets that. So the main question is, can they carry that over to Japan? And being in the quasi same time zone, I think Queensland's like an hour ahead. So that's a major advantage, I think, over like, honestly, the U.S. or Canada or, you know, somebody out in the West. So that's that's definitely, you know, something to consider. 
Emma McKeon just blew me away at Australian trials. Okay, beat Kate Campbell not once but twice, the 50 and the 100. Put up her best hunter fly time, I think, since like 2018 or 2019. Okay, and she's, oh my gosh, correct me. She's 29, 27. I mean, yeah, so it's not like she's like some, you know, 21 year old. I mean, she's she's been there still putting up these heated, heated times and beat Kate Campbell twice, which I think has gotten, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't gotten into C1's head a little bit because she's a little bit dicey, honestly, when it comes to international competitions and performing at the Olympic level. And so I think that to be a beaten twice on her own, at her own trials gives her pause. And I think it gives McKeon the momentum heading into Japan. So I, I really think Emma's going to pull out a couple of special performances for us. It's seeing someone bloom this late. I mean, yeah, she is. She's 27 years old, and it's to, to for this to be happening now. It's uh, yeah. it's a pretty dramatic story. Yeah. Um, but they're deep with talent. Yes. And uh, I mean, we haven't even about- touched Kaylee. I mean, Kaylee McCallan. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Okay, hundred back, two hundred back, two hundred. I am. Me. Okay, she's kind of like Chalmers with the two free. She could have swum the four a.m. Okay, that that's a huge schedule. Okay, that's like a jam-packed schedule. But she's number one in the 4 a.m., I believe. Um, maybe that was at least before U.S. trials. 2 a.m., I think she, has, she holds a two-second advantage over Hosu. So we were talking about Yui Ohashi making some damage in the 200 IMs uh, or 200 400 IM for Japan. I mean, I think Kaylee really is the top dog in the 200 IM. And I, I really think she's going to – she may come away with three medals. Kaylee, the way that she's swimming, top times, like across the board – and she improves every time she jumps in the pool, she improves and she is, she's 19 or 20, maybe she's 20 now. So she's at that age, you know, where she's, she, her recovery, you know, is, is she's able to recover a little bit quicker. Um, and, you know, mentally her father passed away last year. So she's, you know, is kind of doing it for more than just herself, which all athletes are, but it's a little bit more, you know, down to, in her heart for this time around. And uh, so I think she's she's a huge weapon in the Aussie arsenal. Totally. She yeah, and you're yeah. The, in terms of the age, just to be just to be clear, she just turned twenty. She's been twenty for two weeks. See, I'm pretty good going off memory on ages. I don't remember how old I am, but you know. <laughs> it's uh, in in terms of the women's tuner, I am. It feels it feels like a, a door's open. What's what's uh? Talk to me about Hozu. Katinka yeah. Hosu, what's yeah. she's thirty-two so, years old? She just here's the thing. She she knew she wants to win. She wants to win some medals. I kind of wonder. It's like I want to pick up a gold and something, and then sort of move on to 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 the, to the ISL, the International yeah. Swimming League. So yeah. what 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 event is she going to be the most? What what, what where's she gonna where's she gonna impact the hardest at the Olympic Games? Okay, so I do think she's going to win the four hundred IM, but I think it's going to be a battle. I think she she's going to have Ohashi on her heels. Um, she's going to have her compatriot, which I cannot remember her name right now, but she's like 16 years old, got second at the trial. She's going to represent Hungary. So, um, you know, I think that before it was like Hosu and like other people, like now, you know, the gap, oh, Abby Wood, gosh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Abby Wood, Great Britain. She's been totally just blowing stuff out of the water. And I think she, she really, if she has the race that she can put together, she could challenge, Ohashi could challenge, but I still think, oh, I think it's, it's, it's Osu's race. 200 AM, I'm, I'm not feeling it. 
Interesting. I forgot what Braden said, but I do, I do, I do listen to Braden. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot what his, what his call was, but it's uh. Hmm. What was it? I, I watched your thing too, and now I forget. I don't know. So let's move on to tip, uh, Ariana Tippis. Yes. Okay. She was another. Her two hundred free was. I, I literally fell out of my chair. I was like, holy crap. 200 free, 153 Um, To me, that's, da- I mean, that's dangerous. That's like really, really dangerous. And her 400, almost breaking Ledecky's world record. Okay, so that's two phenomenal performances right there. So I I, I did the pickums. I did the swim, swam pickums. And I'm one of the people that picked Titmus over Ledecky in the 400. 200, I, I, there's a lot of different players. It's not just those two. But the 400, I think it is going to come down to those two. And I think it is going to be Titmus. And I think she's going to win it outright. It's not going to be someone was sick or someone did this or that. I think she's just going to power her way through and get to the wall first. Okay, so you got to talk me off the ledge here because I'm already on the record. I'm calling Ledecky to win the 400 free. I'm saying that the, the outlier race that I've been waiting for for years – because I did that whole Olympic thing again, Loretta. I'm sorry, I did it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm calling her like something dumb, 355 or a 354. I think she's going to pull out this huge race because we have no idea where she's at because we she swam through trials. Yeah, I was even ta- I was talking. Uh, she was like 400. She was four. What was she? She didn't break four, did she? No, she yeah. didn't. So Mel, you're talking about like a what? Are you talking about a five second drop? Well, I mean, for for a full taper, that that to me that checks out. But when her when her world record is three fifty six, I'm 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 calling a world record performance because that's what the that's what the moment calls for. I think <laughs> to me, this is the cruelty of swimming on the Olympic stage. Okay. The dogfight of the four hundred women's four hundred meter freestyle is she hasn't been challenged. She shot out like a cannon, became a global star as a child in london in 2012 and she has just been a stalwart an assassin and um so the question now is 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 her samurai sword still sharp and we see it in the 400 meter free red race calls titmus to win what's her what's her time going to be to win because you're, you're you're realistic again i i don't think a world record is going to be broken i think it's going to be i think they're going to teeter on the 356 357 mark i do i think they're going to like feel each other out you know first 200 then they're going to kind of make their moves and then it's going to be a dogfight to the wall and i i i think Timmis is going to get there i think that's dangerous if you're katie ledecky because uh Timmis has more speed obviously so if you're ledecky she's going to have to get out there and push the pace super fast but i do think you're correct I do think when when you go through all the waiting rooms at the Olympic Games and the stress is on, and there's no fans in the stands, and it comes down to the color of your medal, I do think that it's uh, I do think people hit the water, and they and they're and they're and they're gauging, yeah. and uh, so yes, I think that you're, I think I think that checks out, and and, yeah. and fifty six fifty seven would be a lights out swim at the Olympic Games. Yeah. But well, I'm gonna, okay. You, you got to look at Titmus's, you know. So her, her coach, Dean Boxel, I don't know if you've ever seen him on deck. Okay. Total, like, intense personality. Okay. 
but he he has this unique way of communicating with his 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 swimmers and they deliver okay elijah winnington another superstar under his tutelage okay mitch larkin is swimming the best he has in years so i think that there there's momentum i think there's 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 you know almost like this like unsaid thing going on with that group that I think they're carrying into Tokyo. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you definitely change my opinion every time I talk to you because it's uh, I think you, I think you put my feet on the ground, keep it realistic, (laughs) but Ledecky's going to win. Ledecky wins. It's going to be an assassination. We're going to witness it on television it's going to be amazing, and uh, if she if, if Ledecky wins, you're gonna you're yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up your phone. All right, blow it up, blow it up, because it's it's not gonna happen. Well, 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 here's the thing: we're gonna have to when you know during the games, we're gonna have to come back and unpack this because when when some of these things things happen, I've taken notes and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna call you out, and if I'm, wrong, <laughs> I'm sure you will, and if I'm wrong, I'm gonna call you out. <laughs> I, I'm. I here's the thing. I, I just. I just predicted UK is going to win the 400 medley, and uh, and that and that Adam Peavy. <laughs> I, I can't even say the time. I did it just to mess with people, and um, but my point of, of of saying that he was going to go so fast. I was saying Peavy's going to going to do a 54 plus on a on a flying start relay, which is two seconds faster than his best time. And uh, I said it, and my point was this: I think it matters to them so much that uh and uh, particularly for him because he's got the you know i think he's got the individual hunter breast locked i think that relay matters more to him mm. i think he wants that i think that's 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 something that is it. so i think that we might see an out of you know an out of your mind performance and that's also our weak link on the men's four by 100 medley right right and, and okay, and in GVR's favor also, they do. Green Bank has has come up to expectations, so they were kind of lackluster on the backstroking end. And not to say he's a Ryan Murphy, okay, he's not, but the fact that he can, you know, hang a little bit basically just also adds fuel to the fire in terms of you know a British a, a possible British victory. You hang correctly, and you have a good flying start. So the there yes it, it, he he is within range, and your flying start on the breaststroke is is, uh, is weak on one side and stronger on on, on another team, mm-hmm. you know two or three tenths and it's like you you've like a lot of ground can be made up. Now mm-hmm. I don't want I'm I'm winding down to a close on this podcast. I, if that if you've left anything on the table, there's like hey Mel, there, there there's somebody we got to talk about. I, mm-hmm. I I don't want to I don't want to cut you off before you have that moment. Gosh, I'm looking. Um, this is going to um, be red, red race final thoughts. Oh, my final thoughts. Okay, okay. Another one, one, one moment. I wish Duncan Scott was swimming the hundred free. He's not, and that's okay. But that's okay. They get so we have another sixty. We're going to have two sixteen-year-olds. So Popovich. There might even be more for another nation. There probably is that I don't know about. But David Popovich and then Jacob Little. So I think it's great to mention Jacob Whittle, 16-year-old, going to make his debut, his Olympic debut in the 100 free, like a man's race. So I don't think he's going to final. I mean, he's like in the 48 range. However, it would have been nice to see Duncan Scott kind of, he finaled in that in 2016. 
So he dropped it and he's gunning for the 200 IM, which is, you know, obviously Lucido is going to have to have all, you know, cylinders on full, full fire. But um, so anyway, so that's kind of one of, one of my regrets, I guess. Then, then, then um, one final thought, look into your crystal ball and tell me eight days of swimming competition are over. And we have had moments of disappointment, moments of like, eh, it was okay, cool, my, my favorite swimmer won or, or made the podium. But there's going to be a few moments that are dramatic. And it's going to, people are going to be emotional about those moments. And they're going to watch those race videos over and over and over. Can you call that one, that one event where we're going to be surprised? It's like, well, this, is, this is what we're going to remember about the 2000, 2020 Olympic Games in, in Tokyo. <sighs> Oh my lord! Well, okay, I'm gonna go with Milat, 200 fly. I think he's just gonna literally put down something that we don't think is possible. I, I'm not just saying. I know, but I, I am. I, I'm saying he, he's. I know. I'm thinking he's gonna just floor us, and I think we're gonna have to pick up the pieces and talk about it for years. Okay. 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 So you don't get the final thought. I get the final thought. Oh. <laughs> totally. Un- First of all, I swam 200 butterfly. So 200 butterfly is sort of like watching him swim is like a religious experience because he's yeah. so great at it. Um, but I, my opinion is that he just wins the race because he can, and that he challenges Dressel in the hunter fly. And we think Dressel is more of a lock in the hunter fly than we're, if you're Team USA fan, you're feeling way too comfortable with him winning that gold medal. So mm. I think that Christoph Milak is uh, is going to turn in. A, a, he's going to rest a little more. He's going to he's going to put some extra rest on his taper. Mm-hmm. Turner Fly might not be fully sharp on the end, but his Hunter Fly is going to be lightning fast. That's mm. that's my thought. Okay, that's. That I but, hadn't considered that. I, I hadn't, but I'm still, I don't know. I'm, I'm still Dressel. Okay. You and I don't agree. <laughs> we, so as we're going to leave it here. We don't agree. The um, We're going to come back and we're going to unpack what's happened as we, as we get into the uh, the Olympic eight, day, eight Days of Drama. Ladies and gentlemen, Red Erase, follow her at Red Erase on Twitter. R-E-T-T-A-R-A-C-E. Are you going to come back? you'll have me definitely oh we're gonna have you you're gonna be back it's gonna be (laughs) awesome good talking to you thanks you've been listening to the swim swam podcast stay tuned for new episodes every week you can take swim swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel for more videos as well